I think when you get somebody on that also has a company that's like different from yours, but in the same industry, oftentimes you might get like some kind of affiliate yeah, professional partnership. Yes, professional partnership with them. And that also makes money or can potentially make money, which is attributed to your podcast. Hello and welcome back to Oh My Pod. I'm Celine. And I'm Justin. And today we're going to talk about one of the most frequently asked questions how to make money from your podcast. Yeah, we do get asked that a lot. And there's a lot of information floating around about on it. Yeah, how to exactly. Do that. Yeah. And people and mostly think, think they can only get a sponsorship and that's the only thing to monetize. But yeah, like there's putting actually, an ad in your show. Mm-hmm, there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm, there really is. Yep. And there's probably a couple things that we won't touch on here, but yep. these are some of the ways that we've seen in action um mm-hmm. and some like indirect ways too like not not everything that we're going to discuss is direct like dollars in your bank account but in the end it sort of is depending on yeah. how you think about money so let's just hop right into it number 1 uh is clients so mm-hmm. that's kind of the most obvious i think it is really obvious but yeah. people still don't really I think people don't think when they get a new client and it comes from the podcast, they don't really think they don't really attribute it to a podcast sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like people really, um, yeah, they just forget to attribute certain things, certain money that comes in to the podcast. But in yeah. the end, it was. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, if you're selling a product or you're selling a course or you're doing one on ones or something like that. Um, anybody who comes from your show, that is a direct revenue from your podcast that could be seen as attributed to your podcast. So if you're spending a certain amount of money every month on getting your podcast produced, then the client and whatever that client is worth to uh, can be weighed against that. And so mm-hmm. um, that can be, um, you know, that can be that you 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 build a, a trust, you build trust up with your audience. And um, because podcast listeners are a very trusting um, type of audience they they end up wanting to work with you and they book a one-on-one or whatever that is but the other mm-hmm. way that that happens um the other way that you can get clients from your show is that you actually you bring a potential client onto your show as a guest mm-hmm. and through the interview you guys are working on something together and so you're you're kind of mutually aligned towards a goal already you'll get a really good feel for whether or not the client um is a good fit for you and and vice versa and um, by the end of it, you've probably developed some sort of trust, especially if the interview goes well, you'll, you, you'll have developed a certain amount of trust. And after the interview is over, you have a couple of minutes to chat and um, they might end up, you, you never know. I mean, if the conversation is naturally kind of going towards them inquiring about your services or saying that they want to work with you, mm-hmm. um, you may be able to, to have that person turn into a client. Um, which is 100%. especially good if you if you're a business that works with few clients but big ticket clients, mm-hmm. um, because then investing the time to bring them on the show and all of that will be very worth your time. Um, and an, another interesting thing that I heard about this on a podcast is that let's say you work at like I don't know a, a wood mill or something, right? Like you you yeah. you, pr- you produce wood or repurpose wood or whatever, and let's say you you have a, a podcast about you know about that 
something like that, or you have a podcast about business in general or something in that nature. Um, if you ask a CEO of a large organization or some high up official in the, the, the wood production industry to come onto your podcast, you're most likely going to be the first person to ever ask that person to be on a podcast because yeah. that is not as a very niche industry to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so people from that type of industry will be absolutely overjoyed with the idea of coming onto your show. 100%. So whether or not they become a client, you're definitely going to get them on. I mean, you're more than likely going to get them on their show because they are going to be very excited to talk about what they do because they mm-hmm. never get to. Yeah. Um, and anyways, this person on the podcast that I'm referring to went deeper into that. Um, but it was really interesting to hear that because you can make a huge industry connection just by inviting someone who doesn't get to talk a lot onto your show regarding a niche subject. Yeah, I don't even know if we have this as a um, as one of the ways to make money here on our on our notes or not. But I think when you um, get somebody on that also has a company that's like different from yours, but in the same industry, oftentimes you might get like some kind of affiliate. Yeah, professional um, partnership. Yes, professional partnership with them. And that also makes money or can potentially make money, which is yep. attributed you can, to your podcast. You guys can funnel clients to each other, essentially. As um, well, yeah. Yeah. We do yep. talk about that in a couple in a couple things down here. So we'll go into that even more. Um, but the next thing would be to sell something. So that goes pretty hand in yep. hand with the client thing. But uh, like a, a course, a book, a book is a very... Um, that that's something that that is a very good idea to use podcasting to promote um yes. whether you're going to be a guest on other people's podcasts or you're going to have the show yourself and have a book that you're mm-hmm. going to promote um or a product or yeah like a any yeah. kind of program 100%. um these are all things that you know you can offer your listener a discount from for coming from your podcast um because they're a podcast listener and we have stats here about uh purchases about purchases and so celine do you want to say the stats on how many people purchase from podcasts um so 60 percent of listeners have bought a product based on a podcast ad so 60 percent of listeners 60%, we are included in that yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and 54 yeah. percent uh, of podcast listeners are likely to buy from brands they hear advertised on podcasts um i was actually going to say i was actually going to ask you like what are the things that you have podcast uh, purchased from a podcast before uh i've purchased several books um mm-hmm. you want to say like I, what what books yeah um well definitely like 12 rules for life i think i came from from jordan peterson's podcast or yeah um books about diet um yeah like different books about diet and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but also like I've also so I listened to a podcast about coaching uh, mm-hmm. about like why every business should have a coach and then from that coaching episode uh, I actually went and hired a different coach and I spent a significant amount of money on the program mm-hmm. so little did the coach who I worked with know but he actually got me from a different podcast so yeah. money is flowing through the podcast industry in ways that are unexpected. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure like I've bought other products and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I um, was going to say, I was going to yeah. say you also purchased the book of the podcast host. Oh yeah. Right. 
That's probably yeah. from the podcast. I assume. I'm not sure. This was way before my time, but yeah, that I was when I was did. first starting and learning about podcasting. Yeah. I was listening to podcasts about podcasting, like this yeah. one. And yeah, I yeah. did. I purchased uh, courses. I purchased products from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next way would be industry connections, and that's sort of what Celine you were talking about, which is yeah, um, guests referring people. Well, first of all, yeah, guests referring people that they know to you. Um, this is huge. I mean, if you bring somebody on your show, mm-hmm. like we previously stated, there's a connection that's formed during the interview process. Yeah. And if you guys have complementary industries where, you know, somebody may, well, I'll think about it from my perspective. Like we, we run a podcast, um, company and we just interviewed two people who have a AI show notes and transcribing service for mm-hmm. podcasting. So we have complementary industries and therefore when they hear about somebody who needs a podcast produce they might send it to us and vice mm-hmm. versa um and we have so an that, affiliate link with them exactly so, yeah exactly yeah that's so all be pro- like professional partnerships where you guys refer each other um and that that can end up being revenue in all sorts of ways potentially in very large ways yeah as, as exactly so i was going to say if you for example are in a certain industry and you offer a service but then you um and you talk about this on your podcast but you have somebody on that has a way 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 bigger firm that does something similar but for like a couple selected very yeah. successful people then they might um refer people that are um, not able to pay that fee to you as well yeah. because, because they might be yeah. too expensive and so then they can refer clients yes. who don't have as much of a budget down towards the smaller companies exactly yeah yeah very true um the next way the fourth way would be saving time yeah. so this is one of the ways that is like an indirect way of saving money mm-hmm. but for us each of our episodes that we produce for oh my pod will net roughly around six to eight hours of labor to produce the way that we want. So after the audio, the video for YouTube, the thumbnail for YouTube, all of the clips, uh, posting all of the content, um, and the the blog and all, all these different things that, that we create from our podcast, having having the podcast saves us so much time mm-hmm. in terms of how much time we would have to spend creating that content from scratch. Yeah, exactly. And you have to, I think, especially when you're like self-employed or if you have your own business, um, you really have to think in terms of like, how much is my hour worth? And is what I'm doing um, worth doing? Or should I, Mm. or is my time better spent on something else? And I'm sure if you have your own business, you've thought about this tons already in the past. And so it's very it's a very logical like next step to like um, try to not waste any time, you know, doing things yourself and trying to outsource yep. as much as possible to people that are just like more professional in doing it. And it will um, take them way less time to do it. And so you yep. both pretty much have it's like a win win. Right. Yeah. Because if you're spending eight hours an episode and your hour is worth like a hundred or two hundred dollars, then it yeah. can be you know roughly a thousand dollars per episode that you're so spending. So expensive. Um. So yeah, and obviously you don't need to spend that much time on your podcast, but um, 
to do it the way that we would recommend doing it to get the most efficiency or to get the most um, effectiveness out of your your episodes, then yeah, it does take a really long time. Yes. Um, so then the fifth way, this is the one that like everybody talks about, which is sponsorships. So mm-hmm. getting ads onto your podcast. The problem with this is that it's it's pretty much a, a non-starter for really small shows. Exactly. Um, unless you're getting thousands of downloads per episode, your numbers are going to be uh, quite low in terms of how much you're going to be expected to be paid for those ads on your mm-hmm. show. So like a good example is $25 USD per 1,000 downloads for a 60-second yeah. ad. So you drop a 60-second ad, a minute-long ad, which is an interruption to your listener's Show. experience. Yeah. And in return, you get $25 for 1,000 downloads. And 1,000 downloads per episode, is a, that's, a, that's quite a feat. That's a, if you've achieved 1,000 downloads per episode, then that, that in and of itself is a, um, a huge success. And yeah. then to only be rewarded with $25 for 1,000 downloads... So I, I, I do know that there's different ways that you can approach sponsorships and there's also different like ad networks that are um, coming out. But from wh- where it's currently at, $25 per thousand is the um, e- the accepted industry rate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And now that's a little bit different than a long-term sponsorship, like a joint venture long-term sponsorship, which would be having one single sponsor for a long period of time maybe even a year mm-hmm. and this sponsor not only appears on your podcast in an in the form of an ad but they also get added to your artwork um like you know their logo gets put on your artwork they get mentioned in your on your social media um and so they kind of get the feature spot across all of your platforms mm-hmm. in which case then you can negotiate a price based on how niche uh, your your listenership is so for instance if you have a podcast about like fishing in you know northern bc then and you've got like you know 100 or 200 listeners then you're probably a pretty good t- candidate for a fishing supply company who operates like mostly in canada in, in british yeah. columbia or in canada yeah um and so you could negotiate a sponsorship that could be more in your favor depending on how niche your audience is which is mm-hmm. why it's really important to niche when you start out and to figure out who you're going to talk to because later down the road a year down the road or two years down the road when you do start exploring proper sponsorships you could do a long-term sponsor with somebody a good example of this um not as long-term but we did pull up an example here of tim ferris and his show Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Ferriss is one of the biggest podcasts, so he's you know he's getting millions of downloads per episode. But on the Tim Ferriss show, um, he charges forty three thousand dollars per episode. So that'll be probably an ad at the start, in the middle, at the end. It might even just be at the start. I'm not totally sure about that. Um, but the sponsors have to pay for a minimum of two episodes. So from every podcast sponsor, Tim is earning you know, 86 grand um, USD. So, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously he's also earning royalties from the sale of the book and all the other things that he has that the podcast promotes. Tim has used podcasting in a way where it just skyrockets every part of his business all at once. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that That's can be- That's another book um, that you've purchased. Yep. 
Yes, that is another book that I purchased for our work week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so those are, how many ways were those? That was one, two, three, four, five, six. So six main ways um, that that you can make money with your podcast. However, we do have a handful of kind of like rapid fire things that we don't know as much about and are probably more specific to an, the different industries that may approach podcasting. But um, so, I mean, we can just hop right into them. One, one of those ways would be affiliate marketing. So promoting products or services from other companies and then earning like a little portion of that. Yeah, um, and I would say the affiliate marketing is definitely like depending on what your podcast is about, like this should not be underestimated. There are mm-hmm. people making a lot of money from affiliate like yeah, things. Absolutely. Like even if you are a podcast that endorses a lot of things that are um, available on Amazon, I would definitely look into it. It's maybe just a tiny little bit of like per purchase and but if you're if you have the audience and like we said like a lot of people purchase from podcasts i would do it because it Mm -hmm. doesn't take a lot of time like it literally takes two seconds yeah and and you might make quite a bit of of money from it and it just it's it's just like you know you're you don't have to do anything for it really yeah yeah totally um then this one's kind of cool donations and crowdfunding so yeah if you do want to do, I guess, just you're just asking for donations to keep the show going, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd, you'd probably be surprised of if people really like your show, then they would probably love to support to keep it keep it going. Yes. Um, I've seen people do like buy me a coffee or whatever, where it's like a really small amount. Um, but but something that you could also explore would to be would be to do like a um like a paid version of your podcast feed where mm-hmm. there's like a, a barrier and then people can pay to remove that and see like the full episodes. I really would be, I mean, I would probably be very careful with doing something like that. Um, you'd obviously be like limiting your listener, your potential listenership, but podcasting yes. is also a platform that lends itself to delivering free, like free value and free education to your listeners and yeah. so to create a paywall is probably something that you want to do with very specific intentions. Yeah, but I think there's also different ways of doing that. There's people that only have a paid show. There's people that have certain episodes that are on the paid platform, yeah. whereas others are still normally available for free, just like any mm-hmm. other podcast. And then, for example, if you think about Jordan Peterson, because we mentioned him before, his podcasts are available everywhere, YouTube yeah. and all the platforms where you can listen to podcasts. But if you have, for example, a Daily Wire subscription, you can see everything without ads. Or I know that you he has also a specific subscription only for his own yes. podcast where you can just listen to everything without any sort of ads. Yes, so, totally. Because so he does run ads on all of his... Yeah, yeah, that applies obviously to bigger shows because maybe a smaller show will not have the thing where like there's like three, four, five ads. Exactly. Because like they can't even get the, that many ads. But that's also yeah. something to think about. There's like different possibilities of like member yes. subscriptions and stuff like that. Totally um, agree. Yeah. Um, the next one would be live events and speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. So if your show does become some kind of um if you do experience some kind of success with your show and you're finding that you have a community then doing a live event for people to kind of mm-hmm. see you do a, a podcast live or or just a talk or a meetup or something like that 
uh, that obviously this does apply to to bigger shows. So this is very specific um, because if you have a show, you're going to have listeners from all over the world, and it's probably going to be quite difficult to For get people into one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, so. Um, Anyways, that's that's sort of a, a specific one for some people. Yeah, and actually, uh, we always say this, but we record on Riverside, and Riverside actually has a function to stream a live event like that. So if you're right, currently yeah, you on Riverside, yeah. you can do it from here, so you don't right. need any extra subscription for this yeah. or anything. I had in my mind like an actual like in-person event which would be really cool but but um, a lot of people do like a live podcast episode where they're just yeah. live on riverside and will um totally and we'll just stream it, stream it live yeah. yeah 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 um the next one would be like merchandise sales that's pretty self-explanatory um yes y- whatever you've got for your show if you want to sell merch just like anything else mm-hmm. um sponsored interviews and collaborations so you know i guess if you if if you have a big audience and you don't just accept anyone um you could have guests compensate you for in return for you giving them a platform to promote whatever they're promoting or or yeah to you know promote Definitely. their personal brand but mm-hmm. again from let me just say like w- take it with a grain of salt i think this can work for some people but the way that I approach podcasting is again a very trying to keep it as authentic and as real and personal as possible. And I just I just think that bringing a guest onto your show and requiring them to pay to be on your show doesn't lend itself very well to the medium of podcasting. Yeah, I agree. I I'm not really yeah. a fan of that. To be completely frank, I um, do think that th- that that there's a way that people could do it where it's just totally mutually beneficial and it's totally worth the person's money that's very true yeah that's very true but 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 generally speaking especially if listeners are starting out don't have a ton of like followers unless you're already quite like famous and have a big following but other than that i don't know about it what a lot of people do is like a collaboration where it's just like beneficial to the both of them where they would just like be um guests on the other person's show if they have a show Mm-hmm. And swap it like this, or maybe totally. just um, even swap a little ad of the other podcast in the yeah. other person's show and vice versa. Yep. So that it's like mutually beneficial with no actual cash flow, but actually an exchange yes. of, yeah, like that. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one would be um, consulting and coaching. So the reason yeah. why we put this in is because if you start out as a coach, you are going to have a you're going to have you're going to first of all have to prove that you're an expert at what you do mm-hmm. and you're also going to be able to charge more the more clients that you get and the more popularity that you achieve mm-hmm. so through your podcast you're building your personal brand you're proving your expertise you're building up your authority and this is going to allow you to increase the price of your coaching to increase the price of your programs and over time, you may even find that if your podcast does incredibly well and you're able to really build a personal brand and bring some high, high industry, high, highly respected people onto the show and boost your, your, your um, personal brand like crazy, mm-hmm. your coaching prices can just absolutely skyrocket through the roof because people, you have more people who are wanting to spend that hour with you or oh, yeah. more people who are wanting to get involved in your program. So this is more of like, you are going to be 
using your podcast as a way to educate people, improve your expertise and mm-hmm. sell your yourself and and um as a coach and as an expert. But this is a way this is just sort of saying the podcast will hopefully allow you to raise your prices over time and therefore bring you in more money as you do that. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I then, think for yep. for coaches, sorry. Um it's for okay, coaches, yeah. I think it's a lot of uh, coaches start out working just one-on-one and I think a podcast um, and attraction a podcast gets can be very beneficial to sell some kind of um, program that can course serve or yeah. course. Yeah, exactly. To that can serve more people. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's a great idea. And I've actually definitely purchased stuff like that from podcasts before as well as um, – like for example, some kind of like journaling guides or like courses on mm-hmm. you know on all sorts of things. Like people sell like meditation courses. They sell um, different like food, like that dietary advice with like ebooks that they sell, and they just yep. endorse that on on their podcast. Totally, which is a form of coaching, but just like in not in a one on one form, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um... Those are the ways that, well, that's what we tell people when they ask us how podcasts make money mm-hmm. with a with a bigger emphasis on the first few that we discussed, because obviously those are the ones that are the most um, reliable. And um, but I hope that there were some strategies in there that you can go ahead and apply to uh, your own podcast, mm-hmm. um, because I think that there's a lot of like Celine said earlier, there's a lot of revenue that can come from your podcast that might not be properly attributed to your podcast. And at the same time, there's maybe ways that you're, there's things that you could be doing right now to help pay for the expenses of the podcast that you are not currently doing. And so, um, yeah. And it's important to get a return on your investment when you're podcasting. That's sort of the purpose of of podcasting Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I think that it, um, you should be getting a return on your investment. It shouldn't just be a a money sink. Um, Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. But yeah, thank thank you for listening um, and tune in next week for uh, an interview that we're going to be doing with Alexander Om. He is, um, might be Alexander Om. I, I don't, I've never heard his name spoken. I think, I think it's Om. But it's, okay. it, that's actually just like his, I think that's just a name that he presents himself with. His actual last name is something else. I don't think so. I think that's yeah. actually it. No, no, I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I know that. <laughs> well, anyways, he's, he's one of our business coaches and, uh, he's awesome. So he's going to be giving some insight on a mm-hmm. bunch of things and that'll be next yeah. week. And as always, if you want to reach out to us and send us questions or just give us some feedback, you can reach out to us at ohmypod at podigypodcast.com. Ohmypod at podigypodcast.com. That'll also be in the show notes. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear some of the questions that you have that you want to get answers to. We might even create a whole episode around it and shout you out with a question. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. 